Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hextech Heroes. We're on episode four of our podcast now, which is pretty incredible. Uh, I guess you could technically call it episode five, but like I, I, I did the um, the power rankings as like a 3.5 bonus episode sort of deal. So this is going to be episode four. So welcome to episode four of Hextech Heroes. As always, my name is Laughing Mage, and joining me are my fellow podcaster minions. Guys, let's say hello. Hey everyone, it's Susan, or you can call me TJ. Hey, it's Micro. We're all very excited to be here now. It's kind of a, I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a slower week, but there definitely isn't as much stuff to talk about this week as there was last week, as last week's mm-hmm. episode was significantly longer than what we had planned agreed, agreed. to do. Um, but with that being said, <laughs> uh, let's jump into our catch-up XPs. Guys, who wants to go first? Uh, one of y'all could take it. All right. Um, I haven't done too much this week. Uh, I got back to Legend and Hearthstone. Uh, back to that rank because the rank resets every month in that game. But yeah. a new expansion dropped four days ago, I think, as of this recording. Uh, Death Knight, 11th class to Hearthstone. It's actually really fucking fun. I love the class so far, especially in, Legend, or in uh, Wild Replay. Um, they make little ghouls and undead dudes. It's pretty fucking sick. Other than that, I finished watching Jojo, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6 with my friend. Uh, Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed how they, because I've read the manga, so I knew it was going to happen, but my friend didn't, so it's cool to oh, see his reaction. Because it is cool. one of the most fucking insane endings in all of Jojo. Are you an avid manga reader? Uh, not really. Uh, I was for Jojo's. Jojo, especially during gotcha. way back when I read it in high school. Okay. Um, but it is really nice. All the sound effects and everything does done so well, in my opinion. Um, other than that, uh, not too much this week for me. Not too much league, just Hearthstone, work, end of the school semester. So that's always uh, nice. Been... <laughs> no, not always nice. <laughs> not always well, I mean, nice? when it's over. Kind when it's over, it's pretty like nice. That, uh, yes, 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 yes. Like whenever it's finished, it's just. It's so much stress off my shoulders. Is how it feels right now. Yeah, I just can't living life, working in school at the same time. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> ass. It's doo doo, but yeah, that's about it for me this week. All right, sick. Um, I'll go ahead and do mine next. So, uh, as always, I played a lot of League of Legends, but not only did I play a lot of League of Legends, I ended up having a tryout for um for the low budget LCS. So if you don't know what that is, low budget LCS or the LB LCS is like this fan made, um, LCS pseudo copy that's done on Twitch where it's, I think the way they describe it is that if something catastrophic happened to the LCS this is what the result would be, but it has like casters and analysts and they have like a bunch of teams and they play in the tournaments and they have like four different divisions. Um, but I tried out for a team there, uh, for, for one of the teams that's participating in that and I actually got on the team. So that was pretty cool. I'll be playing support. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking sick, yo. Yeah, it's Very pretty exciting. Cool. Yeah, you guys can watch my games. You guys can watch me fucking run it down in in, in a tournament. Is it gonna be casted and everything? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna be casted and it's gonna be streamed live on Twitch. <laughs> watch the casters blame you or something. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but that's that. Record that's every moment. Kind of the big thing. Uh, honestly, I'm I'm planning on popping the fuck off. Hard carrying my team. You already know he's gonna be yeah, sick obviously. as fuck. He's gonna be yeah. sick as fuck. Um, the Yumi. Yeah, dude, the Yumi. Yeah, stick me on that channel. <laughs> sure, yeah, they're gonna ask sure. you to play Yumi. 
your most remarkable yeah, champion. Yeah, you should draft Yumi here, bud. Yeah, dude, it's a Yumi <laughs> angle. It's a Yumi angle, guys, for sure. <laughs> um, but other than League of Legends that I've been playing, there's been... Uh, I've been watching a lot of anime. Uh, I started Cyberpunk Edgerunners, and I haven't Yo, finished nice. it yet. I'm like, I'm on episode 8 of 10, and the reason for that is because, and this is a realization that I had to come to terms with, is I fucking hate watching the ending of anime, because it makes me fucking depressed whenever, it is, whenever it's over. Yeah. So, like, I'm this eight one episodes especially. in. Dude, I'm eight episodes in, and obviously no spoilers talk here, but, like, eight episodes in, shit's happening, it's going down, I'm just like, I, I, can't, I do not have the mental, emotional capacity to finish this so right sad. now. So what I did it's... instead is I, uh, I restarted season one of One Punch Man. So I've been watching that instead. Yo, nice. Um, and I'm almost done with the with season one, and and I've never watched season two, so I'm gonna start watching season two as soon as I'm done with season one. I think it. it I don't know how long ago season two of that show came out, but it did. Uh, I think maybe a year ago. All I know is that people were uh, complaining but... about the animation or something, and I uh, honestly was not paying attention to it I that feel much. Like I but... remember watching it. Yeah, honestly, like it's One Punch Man. I'm not really here for that. <laughs> animation even though they it, it wasn't bad in my opinion like it was fun to watch i still have to watch it. their season two i always tell myself i'm gonna watch it yeah i'd be sick. down yeah yeah because uh, i think i think it's also up to like part three in the manga or part four yeah the next season got announced knowing about that oh yeah i know that they're making a, a season three right now um, i like that show i need a jojo part seven announcement <laughs> Calm down, Bucko. You just got Bro, your. Life. You just got the it. most recent I, one. I know. I know. <laughs> Not even two weeks ago. Um, but other than that, uh, watched a bunch of anime. I so th- like. I'm gonna talk about this in my catch up XP because it's not in our team chat, but we can talk about it like broadly if you guys would like. But a bunch of teams have been doing like announcement videos and stuff, and like. FlyQuest has been doing it like player by player, which has actually been really cool. And they've had like casters or analysts from their region uh, for their imports talk about the players. And that's been really cool. Uh, the Dom one announcement happened and it was actually sick as fuck. I actually teared up a little bit watching it happen because uh, I'm a because I'm a baby. But it was really cool. And then obviously the big one that happened was a 100 Thieves roster announcement with uh, Doublelift and, and the entire squad. And it's actually, I think it was done really well. I thought it was super fucking funny. And I was like smiling the entire time, giggling like a fucking idiot. Um, but I'm very excited for that. But when that happened, I, I literally woke up and I looked at, I literally looked at my, uh, my notifications. It's like, like uploaded one hour ago. It's like, you're fucking joking, right? <laughs> they, they did this while yeah. I was asleep. God damn it. <laughs> How oh, dare that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. That's it for my catch-up XP. Uh, yeah, for me, I haven't really been up to much. Um, playing more League of Legends, obviously. Uh, Zeri has been oh. the one I think I've played the most. Oh yeah, <laughs> I came to a few. How others. does the the, re- the mini rework feel? It feels really good. She before hadn't been able to stand toe to toe with like auto attack trading with other ADs, but now mm-hmm. it feels a lot better with the damage that they put in, even though they took the range away. And her E damage is really chunky, so that feels nice as well. Even mm-hmm. though it might not always be good using it, seeing it's your only movement ability as well. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoy it. Like she can trade a lot better, of course. And I think she can get played with some uh engage supports. 
if you play it right. I I I don't remember if we played a Pike Zary game. We did. We played a Pike Zary game. We won that game. Yeah. 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 Didn't feel that bad. So, uh, she feels good over like the changes that they made. Feels good to play her again. Nice. Sick. Sick. I've also been playing Warhammer Inquisition Martyr. I think Ooh. was came out a few years ago. But it's like a doom, uh, not a doom. I always say doom cold. It's a uh, Diablo clone of oh, Warhammer yeah. uh, Inquisitor stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. If you know about like Warhammer or whatnot, it's awesome. Uh, I enjoy playing Diablo without supporting Blizzard. If you know, you know. Um, <laughs> valid, yeah, valid. That game is pretty addicting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's been what I've been up to. That's it. All right, cool, cool. It sounds like we all had some kind of low-key weeks for the most part um but moving on let's jump into team chat now guys we've got a bunch of topics that we're going to talk about not sure how long we're going to be touching on some of these topics but i think some of them are pretty noteworthy i think starting off here is going to be a pretty easy one bunch of new skins are getting announced and released and whatnot and of these skins include some of the uh the myth maker skin line with a brand new legendary with Irelia, and then the others include yes. Galio, Zyra, Garen, Sivir, and then the Prestige Edition going to Sivir. Guys, how do we feel about the Mythmaker skins? I love them. I love how they look in game personally. I like them as well. The like the color scheme or the color way I could say that they went for. I mm-hmm. really like the the flashy lights with like the smaller like cloth looking toned dress it looks really nice yeah uh and the champions that they picked i feel like they're they're pretty due for some skins you know except for i really um yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know they, the red looks really, really bold on some reserve i really really like the contrast in the, like i yeah. don't know whenever i see new skins i was like look at the colors like it's why I like space groups so much. They contrast a lot with a lot of uh, a lot of summers rifted on a lot of skins. I think the contrast that they have makes it worth it for me, in just my opinion. Because uh, I just like being able to see myself. <laughs> yeah, they just look so different. If I pay money for it. I better be able to see myself. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> valid, valid. Um, I think they're pretty cool. I think they're mostly pretty interesting. I know. Uh, first of all. The Prestige Edition Sivir skin, uh, the splash art, dude. It, it the splash <laughs> art could I I I love it. I would I would get on I, I'd get on all fours and I'd bark like a dog. Oh, God. <laughs> Yo, <what? laughs> okay, but like on a serious note, though, uh, yeah. I do think the skins look super sick. I think they are really cool. Although there is a bit of uh, a little bit of controversy when it comes to League of Legends skins, especially with the female champions, where it's the the same face syndrome, where you look at some of these skins, you can't really tell who it is. I think there was a lot of issues with that with the porcelain skin line. Um, but like with that Sivir skin in particular, a lot of people were mistaking it for like Kiana and LeBlanc and Nidalee, and they were all very confused when they were like, oh, that's, si- that's supposed see, to be yeah. Sivir. That's wild. Yeah, because, like, I did see the splash art on my Instagram feed, and I was like, who is that? Because I actually couldn't tell. It looked like Kiana at first, and I got so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's Sivir, I'm still excited. Like it's still good. It's still a good skin, but like I, I do yeah, think there is sure. something to be said about the, the same face syndrome in, in League of Legends, and like 
their skin design team just not really caring that every single female champion has the same like Barbie cookie cutter beauty queen face. I agree. Like especially with the spirit blossom, and I'm seeing now yes. with the with the um porcelain skin line is that these champions look like literally the exact same. Yes, yes. It, it's weird. It even it even happens like in game. Like I point out sometimes, I'm like, y'all, is that that champion? Like <laughs> I literally thought this was X champion because of the way like it literally like drastically changes the way the champions look. Yeah, it, and they... also yeah with the with the champion arts too. I feel like it, it. It's hard to stay consistent with so many different artists. Yeah, yeah, that is they, true. If they choose to go that path, which I feel like they do a lot of the time, I feel like when Ocean Song came out with Zeri's, I think Ash was also in there. Yeah, yeah, Ash had when one. That Seraphine line came out one. like, yeah, yeah, that one and Snow Moon. I think were like the big drastic changes in art direction. I feel like they got like a completely new art team to do those. Yeah, or like a new person. Yeah, you make a good point. Those, now I'm those skins about it. are like really different. Yeah, but you know, conversation digresses. It, the the new skins look pretty sick, but maybe Riot should consider some different <laughs> splash art choices, right? And for one, I'm definitely dropping money on these skins. No, and that's that's valid. That's valid. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know if there's even a skin in the new line that I'm actually going to buy, to be honest. That's fine. Yeah. I, to, to be fair, I look at these champions and I don't really play out of the person. Like maybe Galio. I know you play Galio sometimes. I haven't played Galio in a long time. Yeah, I think the last time was during during the Clash game. Yeah. Um, but moving on. Uh. It's more than just new skins that are getting announced. Riot Games has been announcing some, some more projects, a little bit more information on some of uh, on potentially their next new game, Project L. Guys, fighting game with League of Legends champions and yes. God, God, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass this conversation yes. on to you guys because I am not really a fighting game connoisseur. I don't really know very much about like the mechanics of fighting games. I just like smash my buttons really hard and hope for the best but guys yeah. <laughs> how do we feel about project l or should we say project fucking w yeah <laughs> so my history on fighting games uh i played street fighter 3 first i'm pretty sure and progressed through street fighter i think was around the street fighter 3 street fighter 5 era mm -hmm. um those are really like uh i'd say simple to learn hard to master which i think is the model for fighting games and also league as well um mm -hmm. in scopes of fighting game around that time because it's like you get your was a light medium heavy kick light medium heavy punch and then you have your motions yeah. to do your moves and then bada bing have fun but then there's the more complex like um I forget what the mechanics are called, but like move linking, where like you can hit combos that aren't actually and combos. On everything. Yeah, animation so canceling much. on stuff. Uh, like what is what is the word? Buffering inputs is mm -hmm. a really big like fighting game thing. Getting all those combo strings and everything. Yeah, that that was like simple Street Fighter. That's what I grew up playing. Uh, I also learned like Marvel versus Capcom more fast yes. paced like team fighter games. Which is what Project L is going to be based off of, and I'm really excited about too, because yeah, the, the animations. Are awesome. Yeah, having having the option of having more characters on your team because of how many champions are in the game is a really good design choice on their part. 
Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for the game. It looks really good. The graphics so far, it looks like in line for a league game, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Um, but they said it was supposed to be like a fast paced, hard to master, easy to learn game. They're going with, um, I think like two button inputs for, Oh, wow. um, what's it called for the move? So like pressing a heavy punch, light punch will do a certain move instead of doing like quarter circles in your Oh, man. um, Okay. motion inputs. Yeah. So That's they're interesting. going with that as a control scheme, which I'm personally not the biggest fan of. I like my Street Fighter styled games, but um, I understand. making it that way because of uh wanting to make it more beginner friendly and people uh like that aren't in the fighting games which i feel like will be a majority of the league players that would uh convert to this game or the league players that play fighting games that are just really waiting for this game to come out Definitely going to be me because <laughs> I have no idea what um the yeah fuck I'm doing. <laughs> exactly but <laughs> Spin so the i stick, think press button. <laughs> <laughs> right maybe not, maybe not for this game, though. So No. they're making it accessible for everyone, which I think is a really good design choice. Um, uh, let's see. And they also have a very important thing for fighting games, which is rollback for the route network traffics. Um, I'm not 100% on the technicality of what that means, but I know it means good connections. Thank And God. um, I think it's it's something to do with how you're not connected directly to the host of the match. You're connected to Riot servers and then that person. So I think that's how it works. So if they get disconnected, I think, which will be a really big thing, is that you won't get penalized for it, which I think is a really big problem in fighting games now, especially like ranked stuff. Um, but yeah, really excited for that game. And I definitely want to see Samira, which I heard got announced for that game. So that was going Hell to be yeah. amazing to see when they do like a champion release for that game, for that character. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be like a big thing. It's going to be like, no, it's not definitely not going to be on this scale, but like Smash Bros. reveals have always been so fucking sick. True. I wonder, Uh, just I wonder because if of like, they're going to start uh, doing character reveals like that. yeah, that would be so cool. But like, I don't know. I'm excited to see the direction they take with some of the characters. It looks like they're doing not completely different, but like small redesigns for each character. Like, I noticed. Like Jinx looks a little different. Like Darius, he looks Yeah, a little bit different. Stuff Jinx like that. has a We hammer. saw that in the trailer. She's Yeah, literally that was just Harley Quinn now. Yeah, she's yeah. actually a Harley Which Quinn is with sick a hammer. because like <laughs> Injustice, Pretty sick. Harley Quinn just pretty fun. And it fits a fighting game character Yeah, style, yeah, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. My uh my experience though with fighting games. Uh I have not played too much 2D fighters. Uh it's mainly platform fighters that I used to play. I guess if you can consider Smash Bros. a fighting game, that's probably where most of my hours lie. Not anymore. It's been two years, two, three years since I've really, really played that game. Yeah, Smash I haven't Ultimate. been in the fighting games in about that long, Um, too. I got into Skullgirls <laughs> a lot. Not recently. I guess That's a around good that one. same time frame. Time frame. I really like the tag team mechanics in that game because you can totally choose to be one character, Yeah, two characters, I like about that or game, too. three characters, and you get, you know, certain like character power level based off of stuff like that um so that, that's around the extent of my tag team knowledge as well like mortal kombat street fighter 5 mortal kombat x and 11 i played a good bit of those um it's going to be weird because i don't think i've ever really really played a fighting game that doesn't use 
like the circle controls like or circle forward and all that shit yeah um i'm not sure i'm a fan of it but i guess i have to see how they implement it because i don't really have too much to base it off of yeah i don't know like it looks fun i really like the direction they're taking the game especially because like they want to be involved in the community and a fighting game developer that's involved in its own community is oh it's fucking sick because <laughs> getting feedback from like pro players they get to see you know i get to make changes that need to happen that the community wants stuff like that and yeah, um, i agree because like <laughs> as much as i know it won't happen Singed as a fighting character would be sick. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, what? Whip him I, over I, my I, fucking head, and oh, we're switch sides now. It's gonna do nothing, but man, it would be fucking funny. Yeah, imagine <laughs> you'd like a command grab character, like a grab. Oh my god! If Sometimes guys, those are cancerous to fight. If you guys could add, like, absolutely guarantee one character into the new Project L, what char- which which champion would you want it to be? Dog, there's too many. See, uh, there's a lot. Uh, I can go by top three if you like. Singed, of course, is a given, so I won't include him. Like, not 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 a given to be in the game, but like that I would want him. But like, if I had to choose someone else, like Kiana would be really fun. I feel like she could do something, you know, have different buffs with her elemental stuff. She might I'd actually like be a good champion. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I think she'd be a great champion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in addition to that game, Gwen would be kind of sick. Obviously, these are champions I play. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm looking through the roster. There's a good few. The thing is how they already. Announce Samira. That's all I want. Riven <laughs> would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Nilo would be cool. I feel like they're moving towards that direction with the character that they have in the game now. Set needs to be in the game. Yeah, I feel like Set definitely <laughs> Set just has to be in the game. You make a very Cassante <laughs> would be interesting as well. Cassante would be really cool. Maybe I would like to see some form of Kaisa where she's like Yeah. Her champion design is more close to her to her Cassidin. Or like she yeah. she permanently uses the void blaze on her arms. Oh, Cassidy like, be stick as a champion. Like that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. I guess like just in general void champions. But you like, know, like literally any melee champion, I really yeah. Any melee champion could work. Like fucking Jax would a... be interesting. Jace. Game playing. Oh, you gotta you gotta get Jax in the game, right? Like ha- like Jax yeah. has to get into the Jax. game eventually. Lee I mean, he's Sand. a fucking champ. Oh my god, Leeson has to be. Leeson would game. be sick as fuck. Lisa yeah, there's like a couple a like Tarek would just be so cool. I would play Tarek. I think Tarek would I don't know. Scion, maybe. But yeah, the point I want to make is that like I don't know if this would ever be the direction that they go, that they should just put every character in the game. Like just make that it the whole league. That would be sick. That would be so chaotic though. Make it the whole league. It's so hard to balance. <laughs> they have to balance League of Legends chaotic. and then also their fighting game. <laughs> Because it's just like bruh, everybody's gonna have the thought of, but I want Alistar in the game though. But I want to play Bard. <laughs> oh, I would play that Bard game if I had a moon in it. Bard would be cool. They could like, do something. Uh, Karthus isn't in that game, dude. I'm not playing it, dude. No, all five Aurelian soul mains are gonna post a Reddit thread <laughs> talking about exactly. how is isn't in Project exactly. L. <laughs> you gotta put every character in the game. Oh my god, yeah. Bunch. I want their I sizes like, to be can uh, canonical sizes. So like they add a soul, and then you you just can't even see him. him. <laughs> He's so fucking big. <laughs> he just takes just a step forward and insta KO. Oh my god! See, I think this is this is the thing about league media is that we're gonna want every character in that game now. 
Yeah, but they're gonna give us very specific characters, and that's Wukong. That's how they have to make the game. <laughs> okay, yeah. On it. Okay, but like Wukong, Set, Leeson, Jax, these. Blitzcrank. Fuck you. The <laughs> Blitzcrank is in, is in the roster. Is he uh, really? Yeah, he's in the roster. Uh, the, the, okay. the roster that they have quote unquote leaked is Akali, Ari, Braum, Blitzcrank, Darius, Echo, Ezreal, Alawi, Jinx, Katarina, Karma, Kindred, Lux, Rengar, Riven, Senna, Kindred. Set. Thresh, Vi, Ew. Yasuo, Timo, Samira, Zed. Timo? Wait, Kindred Huge. Timo? Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. I like it. Timo's going to be like fucking... I'm sure I've seen it somewhere. There's like Yoda oh, in a fighting mechanic. game. He's just too small to be hit. <laughs> oh my god. It's going to be the Pichu conundrum where it's a tiny-ass hitbox, but the champion actually fucking blows. Well, yeah, that'll be funny. On Smash Ultimate's release, Pichu is fucking broke. Well, not broke. He's the most broken good. character in the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's either completely the worthless. No, that's or... the conundrum. It's either broken or useless. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Kindred's interesting. I wonder how they do Kindred. I don't know. Yeah, I'm really excited to see that game going forward. It's going to be in development for years. <laughs> I mean, it's already been in development for years, boys. Like, yeah, yeah. He got a couple more to go, probably. Year, not going to lie. Years times two. <laughs> oh, God. That should be interesting. should be fun. Yeah, I'm, 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 you know, pretty excited for it, even though I'm not into fighting games. I just want more League of Legends media. And that's this League media. going to give me more League media, and that's all I care about. Mm-hmm. but with that being said let's move on to our next team chat topic so project l is all cool and fun and, and, and interesting but we do have something of a solemn uh topic to talk about which is the caster freak will no longer be casting lcs or at all he is re- completely retiring from shout casting and instead joining the league of legends balance team baby Yes, oh my god <laughs> now first and foremost sir but you're needed i mean that is I like love that guy yeah first and foremost freak deserves just the utmost respect right like this guy is incredible at his job and he's w- like well beloved in the entire community and is like a staple yeah. and an icon in league of legends history and he can never be replaced right yeah like you can you don't even have to watch LCS like I mean, like me. I don't even I don't watch pro league that much, but you know who he is. I know who yeah. he is because he's just that big in the scene. He does right. promos. He does videos. He does casting. He's on the analyst desk. He's doing fan stuff. He's 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 just all over Everywhere. the League of Legends sphere and for game. good reason. He loves the fucking this game. game yeah, exactly. Um, but the most respect to Freak. I hope he has a wonderful career in the balance team. Hopefully he can do something mm-hmm. about the meta. Let's see it. He's going to treat <laughs> the game <laughs> right. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, for sure. Uh, but very sad to see him go. And it does open up the conversation of, like, who's going to be taking over? Because, like, I, I know that there's, like, some question marks out there about, like, Captain Flowers is feeling some fatigue from doing it so much. And, like... Uh, I think Dash is looking at other options and trying to move up the 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 ladder as well. And there's like other names in the, in the casting scene that are kind of trying to move like move around the the league space to other jobs or positions and stuff. And you know they they've been in the scene for a while, so it would so it would actually make sense for some of them to maybe take a step down and retire as well. 
so the question is like who's going to be the next great league of legends caster who's going to be the next person to like pick up the torch carry the mantle on forward and 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 be that next voice for the voice for the community and voice for the game and a lot of people are talking about like the the academy casters right like cubby and whatnot from academy and seeing if they can take over the mantle from from freak and captain flowers and some of these icons uh personally I think it's going to be me. I think I'm going to be the next great caster in North America. Not going to lie. Yeah. It's going to be me. I'm, I'm going to be on the mage. analyst desk and it's going to be, it's going to be laughing mage shout casting the LCS finals in 2025. That's what's going to happen. Bang. That's it. Send that's it right me. there. I'm calling, calling my shot. That's, that's the reality of the situation going forward. Uh, but in reality, <laughs> no comment. In reality, but I thought that was the reality. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, I'm holding out hope. Um, but like, <laughs> I, there there is a very talented uh, casting team in the academy, and just a bunch of very talented casters in the League of Legends community doing like fan casts and like even their uh some some of the people who do the uh what's it called the the co-streaming i think it'd be cool to get some co-streamers on on the casting desk to to, to... could you imagine meteos shout casting with sneaky wouldn't that just be Dude. fucking hilarious yeah. what? that would be so much fun as like color that'd casters be that'd be so much fun Mm-hmm. I'd love to see something like that. So maybe with Freak's retirement and the potential step down of some of these other casters, we'll see some more uh, some more chances like that to happen. Because I know in the in the most recent LCS split, they had some players come on and they did some casting, and that was pretty fun. That 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 was pretty fun to to see them interact like that. Um, but we'll see what happens. But much love to Freak. We hope that he does excellent things on the balance team, and we will forever miss him on the casting uh, the casting desk. <laughs> for sure i'm gonna see the new patches like, oh god freak <laughs> god damn it freak what the fuck <laughs> yeah we're gonna look back at at now minus yeah, two health on respect <laughs> slamming our hands on our desk <laughs> what on? is this <laughs> that'd be so unfortunate oh uh but, but moving on moving on uh some more some more changes are happening to the uh to the to League of Legends going into the next year, including some pretty exciting changes to the ranked system. So a bunch of changes are happening, including stuff like instead of best of fives for promotions, it's going to be best of threes, which is a lot like e- a lot nicer. Yeah, it's a lot better for solo queue players. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. dog, I think about it. I'm like, I don't want to play that many games when I get to promos. Like, I'm not even at promos yeah. yet. Like, <laughs> you know, just, like, yeah, I don't want to play do that much. Another five. Yeah, yeah. So this, I, I definitely get that. Yeah. yeah, you can play the same amount of games to get through your promos as it would take you to climb the entire rank. Think exactly. About that. <laughs> it's Don't like look I at just me trying to get the season. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got those promos like three times. Damn, <laughs> unlucky. <laughs> That's true. Um, but some other changes they're making is that if you hit a certain peak, uh, rank. That is going to be uh, how you get your rewards and stuff. So let's say you make gold four and then you play a bunch of games and you lose a bunch of LP and you're down to like silver one. If the rank season ends, your rank rewards are still registered as a gold reward and you will be receiving the gold reward for the end of the season. Um, But it's not going to, it's not going to be like, that's where it's not going to list you as like a gold four player by like 
going into the next season, you're still going to yeah. be listed as silver one, but your awards and stuff are going to be listed as your peak rank, which is pretty cool. That's a good like change. That. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Change I know some... to end the season as it. Yeah. I've got some friends that like they'll play ranks. They'll get to gold four and then never touch rank again. Cause I don't want to lose gold four because it was yes. already a struggle for them to get there sometimes. Yes. I assume that's what they're trying to stop. With. That is a hundred percent what they're trying to stop because that, that, a lot of players do that. There's like a level of ranked anxiety, right? That's, that's the big deal. There's ranked anxiety yeah. where people are worried that they won't be able to reach that peak again. Some <laughs> of the other changes that are happening to ranked include, uh, removing visible rank influence from your matches. So they're changing like MMR and stuff like that. I don't know exactly how to describe it and how to explain it. But essentially, there is tr- like your, fi- your your visible MMR, and then there is your hidden MMR, and they're removing the visible MMR so that you're always playing at the rank that you should be at, theoretically based off of your games. Gotta have bronze ones in the like... games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and and I that's gonna, I, be, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting for sure. It's definitely gonna be interesting. It's and it's 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 a way to help some of the the ranked discrepancy in terms of like LP gain and loss. Because like for me personally. I'm gaining 13 LP and losing 16 every game. And Oof. so if I go 50% win rate on a day, I'm down LP every single time. And like, I had like a 63% win rate this season and I was still, I, I was barely climbing. I was, I was like barely moving up the ranks at all. Like yeah. it actually took me so fucking long to, to, to rank up at all. The mouth checks out. Um, but this should help with that. They're also making it so that there are two rank splits now. So instead of one year-long split, it's going to be cut down the middle. So there's going to be two half-year-long splits. And for each split, there is going to be their own individual rewards, including Victoria skins. And also, Victoria skins are going to be available at every single rank. Uh, but the, the caveat is, if you earn gold or above, you automatically get the skin, regardless of how many games you get. If you're silver and below, you need to play X amount of games in order to get the skin. Okay, that's a cool change. Yeah, I think that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Interesting. Yeah, Although, it's an incentive to play ranked, literally. Yeah, <laughs> what yeah. people have been waiting for, other yeah. than just yeah. having a rank it, it, and I, a skin for gold. I think it's important to get more people on the servers actually playing the game and actually ranking. Um, they're also trying to get rid of Smurf Q. They're also trying to do that. Yeah, that is good. So that that's going to be nice. It's like just let the players that are smurfing just bust through the ranks so that they can go play with hiring people. Yeah. But what other thoughts do we have about uh, about these rank changes? Do we like them? Do we dislike them? Is there something more that we would want from these changes? I enjoy um, the best of five to three because like that's my whole thing yeah. about rank that was annoying. It's just like I just got done playing X amount of games to fucking get here in the first place, and I have to play. Five more games, and it's like I can't even. It doesn't feel like, rewarding. I'm allowed two losses. Yeah, and it's just like, phew, I got to this rank. All right, I'm not touching ranked for however <laughs> how long afterwards. Yeah, like, it's kind of annoying. I... I I enjoy like the removing ghost rank thing because yeah, it it allows players that are just uh, what what was I saying? Allow the Smurfs to just go through the ranks like. So they're not playing with those lower elo players as often. But uh, yeah, I like that going into next season because I'm going to start playing ranked again. Yeah, I know. I personally, I'm planning on hard just 
grinding as much as I can this season so I can hit my, my rank goal within 200 games. Uh, but I also plan on just like I, my, my, my lowest threshold is I, like my goal is under 200 games. The threshold that if I hit and I still am not my goal and I'm just going to accept that I'm hard stuck and dog shit at the game is if I hit a thousand games and I'm not at my goal, I'm just done. I'm done playing rank for the season. I'm done. Okay. Fair. <laughs> At that point, oh god! <laughs> At that oh, point, I know just, like, players like that. Yeah, four of us are rats on those plays. Yeah, <laughs> twelve hundred games, and there's silver through what? It's just oh, unlucky. That's just unlucky, dude. Oh, yeah, unlucky. At that point, <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally unlucky. Not you being the common denominator. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think the two splits is really nice they did something recently like this in warhammer 40k because they have there's a big main season of course that uh it's just called the itc circuit um where all the rankings are and stuff but they don't quite split that they actual company games workshop that runs warhammer has split the season to two different i guess rule sets in a way uh like earlier this year is warzone knockland was the rule set uh used different like army building rules there's <laughs> there's different army building uh restrictions and you know just tiny changes but it gets people playing again and i think that's what's nice about the new two split thing because for somebody like me who gets tired like i'll, I'll play league I'll play ranked a lot at the start of the season. And then maybe two, three weeks in, I will just never, I will just not touch it for the rest of the season. I always get a second burst of motivation, but having a reset definitely gives me an incentive to play ranked again the second time in that year. It gives me that second burst of motivation. I assume it'll do that for a lot of players too. I agree with that for sure. Give people an incentive to play ranked. Mm -hmm. No, play ranked. I 100% agree. I'm right there with you guys. I want more people playing ranked uh, so I don't yes. have to. Because I actually, I, I feel like I see the same player in my ranked games, like, frequently. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll sit down for a day or yeah, I'll, I'll play, names. like, seven games. And then within those seven games, I'll have the same mid laner five times. And I'm like, I'm, I should not see the same mid laner five times. I'm in silver, guys. There's no way this guy's in my game five times in a row and he's always on my team. There's no way. I'm not trying to do it. He's running it down person. all five times. Dude, I, I mean, I did have a game like I, I did have a day like that the other day where I had the same mid laner two rank games in a row, and he just sprinted it two games in a row. He just played. He just played TF with PTA, always rushes on his hourglass, and then just died five times. I was just like, "Wow, really that's cr that's crazy, dude. That's mm -hmm. wild." A demon player. He's like, I'm really <laughs> glad you rushed Zanya's hourglass into a, a Vladimir mid and a Lilia jungle. You're gonna get oh, a lot of value no. out of that right now in your laning phase. I swear to God. Surely, surely. Um, but it, it, new it, guy it, dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, new League of Legends player dropped, guys. Um, but it <laughs> should be interesting to see these changes uh, come into effect. I am excited to see how they affect my rank season going into the future and all of our rank season. And I think we all should be yeah. striving for that for the, for for a higher rank this season because I think we're all capable of it. So it should be interesting. Maybe we'll have a race to see who who hits the who hits their peak Maybe. first. It's not going to be me. Omar's busted right now. <laughs> I'm I'm playing I'm playing support. It's not going to be me. <laughs> you get like plus twenty one minus thirteen. I don't know why. Oh my god! <laughs> right, gave me it. I 
My account's been gifted. Maybe it's all the money I spent. <laughs> I, I, I have spent so much money on this game, too, and I'm getting shafted in my LP gains and losses, so I don't want to hear that. That's awful. You want me to pay hey, more man, money? Have hit, Fuck. Have you, hit the, have you hit four digits on your skins yet? <laughs> it's on, a bad on the problem. amount of skins that I have? Yeah. No, but I spent 3k it's on this game. Uh, Golly. That's, yeah. That's still crazy. That's it right there. <laughs> hey, man, if you really love a game... Yeah, I'm not to, far I'm, off, I'm, but dude, I'm willing to sell my fucking it. soul for League of Legends, Jesus. man. <laughs> uh, but that's gonna be the rank changes. Uh, with that being said, let's jump into the uh, next topic that we have here in Team Chat. We're gonna talk about the Jax mid scope update. So Jax is getting a little bit of an update, guys. It's not a VGU, unfortunately. So he's still gonna be having those like, Whoa. like crunchy croissant fingers and toes and whatnot. Yeah, not like there's bad. like another game that has superior vgu of jacks anywhere in riot properties and <laughs> wild rift but no. uh let's take a look at some of the stuff that they're changing here for jackson the midscope update uh so it looks like they're keeping some of the stuff the same but they are changing a few things it looks like they're taking the ap ratio out of his q so his q is going to have no more no more ap ratio his E counter strike is going to be changing from physical damage to magic damage. Excuse me. And then the damage bonus per attack dodge, uh, 20% of total damage is now just doing 20% of the base damage. <clears throat> just, uh, do one of you want to cover the, uh, the ultimate grandmasters might. Yeah. So inverse R, uh, looks like cooldowns going, uh, going to be scaling as it goes on in the game. 100 seconds to 80 seconds rather than the flat 80 seconds it is now. The passive damage, I think the three-hit passive, is going down. And it looks like it's completely changing. So as of right now, he presses R and he just gets the flat magic resistant armor. But his new R, he swings his lantern around him. He does damage. And if he hits a champion, he's getting armor magic resist for the next however amount of time. And during this time, his R passive, the three-hit passive... It's every other auto rather than every three autos. Mm-hmm. That's a really interesting change to his R. It makes him more yeah dynamic champion. <laughs> yeah, because right then, now like... his R, he just gets he presses R, and a circle auto, appears. Auto, auto. <laughs> like... <laughs> and sometimes, like personally, when I'm facing Jax, I don't fucking know if that happens. Is he different on some skins? And it's like. Visibility is a little bit weird. The visibility is definitely weird, but I know that they're making like new icons, and there's going to be a, a new like animation for when he uses his ultimate. Uh, with this, yeah, with this, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. That's yeah, cool. he's getting a little visual indicator on his lantern as well, where it lasts, yes, we hit passives ready. Yeah, is good because sometimes it's good to know when that's up because. I don't want to be counting his. I I used to do it where I would count his autos. <laughs> and one, two, and be like, two, all right, one, two, do not three. let him touch me here. All right, he's he's, he's it's good. All right, don't let him hit me here, and it'd be like that cycle. It's really nice. Definitely quality of life changes for both him and his opponent. Because mm-hmm. I don't think there's I don't think there's even a an indicator for himself. So it's kind of guessing sometimes. I think his lantern glows a he, little bit. Yeah, it, like there, there really is a visual. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and I'm and sure there's get, like a... Uh, a passive tooltip above <laughs> Yeah, your exactly. But, okay. Dude, those tooltips suck, though. <laughs> like, let's be real. Like, those are so tough yeah. to read I mean, and pay attention sometimes to sometimes. slow, especially yeah. like your auto speed. Yeah. Uh, but that's the uh, Jax mid-scope update. Do we think... What do we think, oh. guys? Do we think he's going to be like... 
top tier I top mean, laner, best best champion in the game. OP is one lot stronger now. More chains. Oh, yeah. going in the fish. He's a fisherman. Oh man. Sure, he's gonna do what he does best. Yeah. So if Jack stands in the river for a period of time. Uh, I don't exactly wait. What is the what is the amount of time he has to stand in the river? It's like a minute, right? Oh my god! A if minute? if he sure. if he stands in the river for like a full sixty seconds, he gains one gold and he catches a fish. That's hilarious. So like <laughs> honestly, like why would you even uh-huh. want to farm your lane if you can just yeah, sit I was about in to the say, river? They make a gameplay mechanic. Passive income. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet uh, you that's gonna be a video that comes out. I'm, I'm sure they'll probably remove yes. it because like i know like uh didn't samira's like animation where she like flicks a coin to someone didn't that used to take one gold out of her inventory it used to yeah yeah and then they so, took that is it out. not anymore it doesn't do that yeah, i did not know that it still stacks her passive though it. i was like where is it yes oh, it'll still stack her passive jack skin with it. i've got yeah. the fisherman jack skin i'm gonna i'm gonna do that in a clash game play oh, jack's mid I'm, and oh. i will sit in the river for 15 minutes straight like that wow, you can get a whole fifteen gold. You can Passive farm the equivalent to a single caster minion. <laughs> a little bit more now with the gold changes that happen. <laughs> oh, true, 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 true. <laughs> God, Passive income, totally worth. Yeah, and futures market. Yeah, oh, investing. Awesome. Investing. <laughs> I feel like that's uh, gonna bro. It looks strong. I, I think the changes are nice. Put some yeah. more online what modern champions do now i would like to see a visual update but i'm happy that they are changing his ultimate mostly because everything else is like pretty much the same with just some like like ratio changing but having like a different r that still stays with like the them like not the thematic but like the um what the champion has done in the past the history i think that's good agreed Okay, so with that being said, let's move out of team chat and let's go to all chat where we have no new emails. We have no messages at all, and that makes me a little sad, but not to worry. Email, I got you. (laughs) Yes, thanks. Thanks, bro. Uh, But not to worry. If you want to make us less sad here at Hextech Heroes and send us an email asking us a question or wanting us to discuss a topic, uh, you can go ahead and email us at hextechheroes at gmail.com, and we will be able to read that email and talk and discuss whatever you want us to talk and discuss about uh, during our all chat uh, section. But with that being said, we have no all chat today, so we're going to move right on over to slash FF. Where, once again, FF does not mean forfeit here at Hextech Heroes. FF means for fun. And this segment is dedicated to talking about uh, some fun stuff happening in the League of Legends sphere. Where uh, we may not be able to talk about it for a long period of time. But it is worth mentioning because it's something that is cool and it has to do with League of Legends. With that being said, guys, do either of you have a for fun topic this uh, this week? Not this week. Do not... That's okay, because I bring topics for everyone every week. That's what I do, because I love League of Legends. So I actually think... Uh, so the, 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 my first for fun topic is going to be the, uh, the Team Liquid 
social team. The people who are working on like the the Team Liquid socials, their TikTok and their their Twitter and their YouTube channel, they deserve a huge shout out because they've been putting in some fucking work. Uh, <laughs> uh, sort of, sort of advertising for this team. Uh, the most recent YouTube video was they had some engineers come to the Team Liquid's facility and they uh, they made a real life Thresh hook and lantern, and then they connected it to an Arduino and made it so that you could con- you could play Thresh using the Thresh uh, hook and lantern. <laughs> <laughs> and then they brought Core JJ in, and they had Core JJ play a game using the Thresh Hook and Lantern, and it was super sick. It was super fun, and it was goofy, and it was like it's awesome seeing content get made uh, for for Team Liquid and seeing Core JJ kind of interact with this stuff. And uh, honestly, I was personally I was smiling the entire fucking time like an idiot because I thought it was just. Super, super cute and super fun and definitely a big dub. And then also, so the Team Liquid team manager, Ben, is doing a learning a Korean word each day deal right now with the team. And they're in like a Korean boot camp. So uh, they're having just the players and the coaches and stuff teach him a new Korean word every day. And it's been stuff like Top Gap and uh, like Hello, (laughs) Goodbye, stuff like that. It's pretty cool. It's pretty funny. It's like a cute little thing that you can look forward to every single day. Um, but they also celebrated Summit's birthday recently, and they went all they all went out to karaoke, and <laughs> you can see them all singing karaoke together. And it's very fun, and it's heartwarming to see like a- like literally any social content for uh, for an LCS team right now, which is really really cool and really really fun. And I am absolutely adoring adoring seeing this team bond, and and hopefully I will adore seeing this team crush the competition going into the new season. Win. Uh, my next four fun topic is actually about pro streamers, so pro players in streaming. So a conversation that happens a lot is that pro players need to stream more because it helps build a brand, it helps like get people involved in, in, in their career, and it creates excitement for the player when they're playing on stage. And I've noticed recently a lot more players have been streaming, and it's been super, super fun to watch them uh get on these get in these games and play i know clg like their entire team almost has been streaming their games in their korean boot camp i catch dokla's stream basically every day that he streams uh and, and i watch him just gap these korean top laners every single goddamn day the man is cracked out of his fucking mind um yeah i also have been watching i i caught um the the double lift like the the uh the double lift hundred T stream when it was still yet announced it's still yet to be announced and it was like streaming League of Legends in Korea with a hundred thieves for unannounced reasons <laughs> like be yeah. nice dude good secret you're really you're really killing it right now <laughs> but I got to watch like him and the entire hundred thieves roster play a game together and I then I watched him and Busio duo for a little bit and that was really really fun and really entertaining and like even more than that like I saw who did I see I saw uh, TSM's new jungle uh boogie i saw him playing uh some solo queue in korea the other day and i've been watching like some of the academy boys play i saw bradley playing the other day um and speak us streams like almost every single fucking day the man is is interactive as fuck on on socials um and then also yeah, like seeing a lot of speaker i fucking love speak i think speak is super fun to watch i also think he's just like a cool guy uh, as well and, and, and on top of being just like a cracked out of his fucking mind jungler no i haven't seen a lot of streams from uh this cloud nine unfortunately i've seen more immortals and dignitas players stream than i've seen cloud nine players stream and that feels kind of bad but 
We'll see. Maybe, maybe they'll change that. But I think shouting out to all of my pro players who are currently streaming as well, uh, that's a big dub in my book. I love seeing pro players stream. I actually just recently got a new phone, so I had to change all the notification settings on it. And I turned my notifications on for every single pro player that I follow on Twitch. So I, I'll never miss a stream yeah. from, from a player if I really want to watch them. Because I feel like a lot of them, you brought up this point before, is that a lot of them are low-key when they stream. Yeah, yeah. They really just don't talk about it. Yeah, like I, who did I find the other day? It was like Cody Sun. I love Cody Sun. I thought Cody Sun in the LCS was like super fun to watch, and I didn't realize that he ever streamed. And then I fucking I found his stream just randomly yeah. one day scrolling through the League of Legends page, and I was like, holy god, I haven't seen this guy in so fucking long. What's up, dude? Um, and it is kind of cool to see some pro players with like smaller streams like being very interactive with whoever's in their chat, which is really nice. So I was actually able to talk to, to Cody a little bit, and I asked him about, like, the strength of the world's AD carries and, like, who he thought was, like, the best-looking AD carry at the at the tournament. Um, so I had to have a little bit of a conversation with him. Uh, but, yeah, no. Honest, any, any pro player that's streaming regularly, that's a dub right there. That's a big W in my book. I agree. I feel like that's a good source of knowledge, like especially the asking yeah. questions, like watching your gameplay. Oh like, yeah, just on a more regular basis, oh, in yeah. a more accessible way. I think yeah. it's just a good, good thing, in general. Yeah, I, I talked about it a little bit during my um my ranked uh, my ranking of the the power for LCS this season, where it's like certain players I watch for fun. Like I watch Doublelift and like I watch Spica for fun because I think that they're entertaining people, and then I'll watch like Core JJ and Burixen because I think they're really smart about the game and I learn a lot when I watch them play. Right? Yeah. Uh, like Busio's been streaming a lot, and I've been watching him a lot, and I've been learning a lot, a lot, a lot more tricks and tools to to be a better support player, uh, based off of just watching him. And I'm excited to see how he does in the uh, in the upcoming Spring Split as well. But yeah, big dub, big dub streaming, streaming pro players. That's always a good time. Uh, but that's going to be all of my four fun topics for this week. Um, I think, right? I don't think I have any more. I'm pretty sure that's it for right now. Uh, but moving on, let's jump into our last topic of the podcast. We're going to go into basing, where we talk about our based League of Legends takes. Now, I know in the past I've said that they're like hot takes, but I don't. hot takes and base takes are not the same thing. A base take is just something that you believe in wholeheartedly, and it can be a hot take, but it's, it's mostly just something that you believe in it and you will fight for and you will stand behind, right? So with that being said, yeah. guys, what is your guys' base takes for this week? Bring back old items. I don't know, like, I guess I should elaborate. Uh, the two specifically I'm talking about, Banner Command and ZZROT Portal. They're oh, not healthy boy. for the game. They are not healthy for the game. Yeah. But man, did I love those items. Making a big minion and a bunch of little dudes. Little boogers. A bunch oh of little boogers. And little oh, purple man. dudes. Yeah, that's fucking sick. But, like, I feel like some items wouldn't be that bad to re-add back to the game, like, I, I understand why Static Shiv's not in the game when Hextech Soul exists. Though I love that item. I miss yeah. Static um, Shiv. It's in Wild Twin Rift. Shadows. Wild Rift. Yeah. Oh, not true. the same. Not the same. Uh, Twin Shadows. And I guess the, what was it called? The GLP 800, the Hextech GLP 800. Okay, but when like the Hextech GLP 800. They were toxic items. That well, the it is they, basically just Everfrost now. Yeah, they took out the GLP for Everfrost, so that's that's yeah. the change there. And Everfrost is just better GLP. Twin yeah, Ghost, on the other hand, 
that it's shit that shit what, I like, loved it bro like Especially you gotta be you gotta be a special kind of fucked up to build that item every single game on Morgana support and just wail at people because of it and I am that kind of specially fucked up that's me. It was, was me. I did that every game. I used to play Vigar and Ari with both of those items. Oh uh, my, dude, Ari with, with Twin Ghosts was fucking insane. I remember it that It was shit. so rude. It was so good. It's just, it was one of the best control, like, type of archetypes you could have played at that time. Um, but also, like, Hextech Gunblade, maybe? Okay, okay. Actually, actually, okay. I can, I can talk about Hextech Gunblade, alright? Listen, <laughs> listen, alright? Okay. I fucking adore Hextech Gunblade, okay? I loved it. Hextech Gunblade, Bilgewater, Cutlass, I love these items, okay? I miss and like, One of the things that I feel like is Hextech is the combination of technology and magic, right? Yeah. Every single item in League of Legends feels like either a technological item or a magic item. Or like, <laughs> it, there doesn't feel like there is a lot of mix in between, other than like maybe proto belt proto belt might be the only one where i feel like it is kind of like that in between between magic and and technology but even like everfrost just feels like a magic item it doesn't feel like there's any technology in there yeah and, what and, hmm what is the icon for everfrost what is it even is it just I like no a crest? idea <laughs> i don't fucking know what it is it just looks it just <laughs> no it, clue pfft. It's blue. It's a, it's blue, and I when I press on it, it does cone of ice. That's all I care yep. about. But it like, is a blue thing. That is all <laughs> a thing. <laughs> but like Hexec Gunblade, a hundred percent fulfilled the fantasy of of technology and magic together. In my mm -hmm. opinion, thematically, it's a dub, and I feel like a lot of items in League right now don't feel that way. Even the items with like Hexec no. in the fucking name just don't feel like it. Yeah. I think I I would I agree with just adding more items in general in the league, but of course like that comes with balancing issues. Yeah, like, just for more Drop variety shots. and like a more fresh game, like Jesus. Yeah, yeah. there's even like more items that'd be cool. Like I understand why they're not in the game, but like right. Zephyr, if you guys ever played with Zephyr, it yeah. was like yeah. gives you a shitload of AF attack speed. Yeah, that was fun. Not that good, but man, I loved it. Uh, I guess I have one last on my list here. Will the Ancients? That was a cancer item. Don't let I don't that think be back. I ever Man, do I that. The um, Wait, it was it was... in Twisted? Wait, actually, if it was in Twisted Tree Line, I definitely have played with it. Um, hold on, cut this out. My cat is going crazy. What are you doing? We're leaving this in. No, what are you not. doing? We're <laughs> 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 leaving micro fighting with he's this just, cat in the podcast. He's just... He's just down at the bottom of the stairs screaming. What is he on? Hilarious. Um, but yeah, Will of the Ancients, uh, I'm not sure it was in Twisted Trailing. It might have been at some point. Um, but I know it got removed when they took out Spellbound originally in, I think, Season 6, early Season 6. Um, it was essentially, I think, what Riftmaker got turned in, or got inspiration from, because it would it would heal you for uh, damage dealt. It was an AP item. It was really good on, like, Fiddlesticks, I think. Vladimir took it a lot. Um, don't bring it back. Please, don't. God. It was, it was like an offensive spirit visage. Oh, my God. <laughs> do not bring that Especially back. Especially with the way League is now. Like, yeah, do not. Need more tank fucking items. But even then, like, 
just off the top of my head, like I know Abyssal Scepter got turned into what Abyssal Mask is now. I understand why that doesn't exist. Um, Athene's Unholy Growl. But I mean, like, I don't know. I just wish they'd bring back some of the old mechanics they had in items. Spellbinder. Spellbinder was fun. I fucking I miss Spellbinder. Spellbinder. That shit was so much fucking fun. That item was fucking goaded. Sorry. I don't remember Spellbinder. What, what item was that? Uh, it was an item that you built using a needlessly large rod and a fiendish codex, I think. And Is when you like use spells. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when you use spells, it gains stacks. And at, a, at any point, you can activate it and it gives you movement speed. Yeah, and it gave you a bunch of AP at the same time. As yeah, well. it was, dude. Yeah, that was a, it was so much fun. I loved playing that on uh, Vladimir back when I used to play Vladimir. Yep, yep, yep. That was a fun item on him. Yeah, there's there's a lot of items that I think could be bad, added back to the game. Obviously, some like the Banner of Command's Easy Rot combo does not need to exist, as we saw with Holebreaker on its release. Oh, oh yeah, my yeah. God. Holebreaker was like. <laughs> it's not a healthy Holebreaker item for the game. Is what we've seen. It, it leads to a lot of frustration in like lower ELO, too, because. Not many people down there know how to combat split pushing. Right. That it's even like a concept. <laughs> or even like, I guess maybe like Frozen Mail, it would be cool to add back, in, not maybe not add back, but like an effect similar to it. I guess Surrealdas can be, you know, seen as, yeah, as that's an AD realized. Yeah. But I don't know. I miss a lot of the old items. Maybe it's just my nostalgia speaking, but I think some of them do have potential in today's meta. Yeah. No, I agree. I feel like we've been playing with the same items for a while. Yeah, we just need something new to switch stuff up, and the new stuff that they did kind of. Yeah, give me a game where everybody. I give me a game where I don't play a uh, where I play a, uh, maybe not control mage, but like a burst mage in general, and don't build Luden's Shadow right. Flame every game, please. Yeah, get us a game <laughs> where Susan it doesn't have to build Bork and Crack and Slayer every fucking day. Yeah, Dude, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, even the side of things. Yeah, like the old days of building BF Sword and then getting like static first item or something god i missed those it was back when i played adc in the season five. Oh my god i didn't play ad till mythics were a thing so like this is all i know dog oh I got, you. I got you bloodthirster rush on fucking draven oh my god <sighs> yeah that's my best take <laughs> all right i mean that's cool i i like i agree with you for the most part i think Certain items definitely yeah. should not come back, but I think there are some <laughs> items that would be a lot of fun to be brought back into League of Legends, uh, at least for a little yeah. bit, or maybe just in like ARAM or something. That would be nice. Yeah, even like a special game. Like if they had a legacy game, like, that'd be so That would be so yeah, much true. fun. Yeah, bring back old unreworked champion. Oh my god, pre-reworked coffee. Something like that. I hated it. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's a little off topic, but maybe a, time, a topic for another time. Okay. Uh, so I have a based take for this week, and now my base take may make some people a little upset. Maybe it's a little bit of a hot take, but my base take this week is if you're playing a norms game and your excuse for doing poorly is, oh, it's just a norms, or if like if somebody's telling you like, hey, you're not playing so well, maybe change the way that you're playing. And their and their their response is go play ranked if you want to try hard. Like I think that's a terrible mentality to have. Personally, I think if you're queuing up for draft, you you and, and you're not trying to win, 
I think if you're trolling in draft, you're you're literally just wasting people's time at that point. Like I get it, you want to have fun. You can have you can have fun in blind pick in all in all honesty, but draft pick is supposed to simulate what rank feels like and it is a way for people to practice picks that they're legitimately trying to play. And if you're picking like I don't know, Hail of Blades, Crit, uh Gale Force, Darius Midlane and you go 0 and 8, and your response to people telling that. you that you're building poorly is go play ranked if you want to try hard. That's a terrible mentality to have because you just wasted 45 minutes of our fucking time because you wanted to feed the enemy team by building this way. Like, like yeah, all you're literally doing is wasting your time and everybody else's time. Because if you're going 0-8, you're not having fun. I'm sorry. Like, you can make every excuse in the world that you're trying to have fun, but if you've died eight fucking times and you're just dying every time you respawn, you're not having a good time. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's just that, the reality the of the situation. I agree with. It's just like, it, at this point, why did you queue up? Yeah. Like, we've gotten here. Is this the experience that you hope to have, you know? And then to if not that, FF either. The, yeah, and that's the mentality you're going to have towards it as well. When you just do that to other people. Like, you should have known. You should have been like, yo, my bad. Like, I thought I was about to be cheeky this game or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I, I, but I, having a having a bad attitude after doing something like that isn't the good way to go about it. Yes, uh, I half agree. Like, I'm all for off meta. You guys know this. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I'm fine personally when somebody wants to play something fun because after all, it's a video game. If they're having fun, who am I to tell them they're not having fun? Yeah, okay. Maybe the I four other people that are go getting zero. time wasted in the game because you're trying to quote well, unquote have fun. Well, like coming from a player, I can go zero and eight and have fun and still win. I can still provide something to the team. Obviously, it's not that way with some champions, like I don't know, Callista, uh, mid lane or something. AP Callista mid lane. Yeah, um, that some weird shit like that. A lot of other champions. Yeah, like, like just having a negative attitude about about it is where I draw the line because like. You can you can be feeding, but the point where you're flaming everybody else becomes a whole different story. Like, or you're blaming somebody for you not doing very well on AP Callista mid lane. Yeah, then I, I draw the line because like you're not going to do well on AP Callista mid lane. But it just depends because like obviously there's different mentalities. Because like I'm playing a video game, I see it. Uh, I, I don't know. It's hard to gather my thoughts here, but like. I don't know. I'm not sure I fully agree. My I whole thing is, like, if you want to try these agree. things, like, you can do it in a five-man. You can do it in blind pick where, like, legitimately no one's trying to play, like, and, and, and actually give a shit about the game. But I think, like, draft, where there is a reason why you're drafting these champions, banning champions, looking for counter picks, and doing stuff like that, because it's literally called draft pick. You, you like, it, it to have a mentality where you're going in and you're just going to throw the entire game away, refuse to FF, and then just type, <laughs> and then waste 45 minutes of people's time saying, oh, you should just play ranked if you're trying to try hard. That's a horrible mentality to have. That's that's the point that I'm trying to make. There are ways where you can try these builds, do these things in these games, and it doesn't have to affect anybody outside of the people that like don't actually care or people that you're just having fun with regardless. Like I think Ultimate Bravery is a super fun way to play League of Legends. I don't do ultimate bravery on my own because I know that it's going to ruin the experience for the other four people on, on my team. It's going to make the game fucking unplayable for them. And no one's going to have a good time at that point. Yeah, it's also just hard to argue with the fact that 
Okay, I I'm also for the off meta ness and the trying out new things and wanting to play something different to make the game fun for yourself. I totally agree, and but it's like you got to understand that if you do hard lose your lane because of doing this, that you just gave up pressure of maybe an entire mid lane. Our jungler could have got fucked over because of that, and because of that, our top laner didn't get help, and then we lose our entire top lane, and then our entire mid lane's gone because you're O and A, and then. You pretty much just essentially ruin the entire game yeah. <laughs> because you wanted to have fun. And then we're all just like, yo, what the hell, dude? And like this specific instance is like somebody was 0-8 at like 12 minutes and was just running it down because they wanted to do something different. And it's like, we haven't even gotten out of lane yet. Your turret's gone. Their jungler's 12 kills. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with this game now at this point. And accursed. It's a little, little, little cursed, little cursed. But yeah, that's my base take for the week. I, I think if you're trying those off, like not necessarily don't, like, I'm not saying, like, the first person to try AP Varus was trolling the game, but, like, seriously, if, if you're going to int that badly, at least, at least let us FF. At least, like, don't even type. Just don't type and, and let us FF. Don't hold us hostage for, for 20 extra minutes because, like, no, guys, I swear to God, I'm scaling. Like, don't do that, please, for the love of God. Please. <laughs> Yeah, my hot take is, I think, <laughs> leads into yours, kind of, is the solo lane plague that yeah. I have been experiencing, we have been experiencing in our games, is the fact that one solo lane loses or the jungler gets ahead, and I'm speaking from a bot lane perspective, the game's just fucking over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it's just unplayable. Solo laners going 0-6 by 10 minutes, 20 minutes, like two tier two turrets are gone we lose every objective because our junglers are on three like how how is the game playable at this point like i don't know what to do it just feels so bad yeah i agree i think and, and it's a little bit it's interesting because like top lane is like super snowbally right now with the changes that they made to it where it's like Go, you're, you're gonna be the highest level with the most gold if you're playing top lane in most scenarios if not it's the jungler and if the jungler is playing well towards that winning lane, then it's just going to be two people who are ahead in levels and ahead in gold. And even with mid lane, it's like if your mid lane loses super fucking hard where they are like 0-8, you just lose all fucking pressure on, on your sides. You lose pressure in, yeah. in the river, in your own jungle, in your side lanes. And it's like the game just <laughs> becomes significantly more difficult because you can't even like pressure the lane. And like, yeah, if, it's it's one thing that you're dying repeat on repeat, but like the the pressure that you're giving up and the plays that we could be making if you weren't dead all the time, or if this person didn't have X amount of gold on our heads mm -hmm. or an entire item ahead of us, it's just catastrophic. Yeah, definitely feels kind of unplayable when like it's not even 15 minutes and we've already lost our like first and second tier mid turrets, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like oh we're getting five man dove bot lane because our mid laner is zero and six. And it's just like, well, this is fun. And then you always get like the like the one other person that's just like, no, this is this game is still winnable. And then when the FF goes up at fifteen, they're just like, nah, this this game, this is it right here. Yeah. And then like twenty minutes this, later, you realize you're still in that game. <laughs> it can come down to the players, but I think like the game used to be easier to come back in because like right now it feels really hard to come back from the losing position. Obviously, it still can happen. Like we'll see it in like LCS games. Uh, maybe the world finals this year. <laughs> I know there's a game like that, but like 
I don't know. I think it's just the way the game's changing. It's really hard to come back, and I, I know they did some changes a while back to implement more comebacks, like, like the the bounty gold, how they changed that stuff, like that. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, it's not that hard to play. To sit under your tower, sure, it's gonna be boring for like five minutes, but endure the five minutes, just play damage control, and then you know at that point, your team can help you out. The la- the loss isn't that bad now, but it's just like. I used to have this problem too, where I would, you know, permanently feel like, oh, I can fight this champion. I can fight on this champion, like the Yasuo syndrome, where I would just always fight because I fucking could. But it's not. I don't know. Some pe- some players don't realize it's not the right decision. I guess it all comes out down to their decision making as well, how flawed it is. But I think there's also like a mental element too, because when I was playing solo yeah, lane a lot, there's a huge mental element to it. Yeah, when when I was playing solo lane a lot, you don't want to lose. dude. If I ever died like pre like ten minutes in a solo lane, oh no, I no he, dead ass. I'm sitting under my tower for the rest of the fucking game, just dude, catching waves. Literally. I did that every single time, and it twists the enemy's mental so fucking hard. And they try to dive me almost every single time, guaranteed. And I yeah, and I literally kill him. I'll shit on them for it because they're so frustrated with the fact that they're not able to do anything. Because like one kill lead isn't too crazy. A well, like, a one kill lead yeah, is we'll not try and crazy at all. Yeah, but it's yeah. like I'm gonna hold the wave in the perfect position where I can take back pressure if you ever leave, but you also can't walk up because my jungler could walk up to you. Basically, I'm freezing on them, right? I just freeze on them, and then it's just like, well, you're fucked, and I know you have a kill on me. But I'm not gonna fuck. I'm not gonna fucking test the test the fates yeah, again. You're gonna, gonna have gonna to come over again. here and, and try to test me. Yeah. I, I've had playing like that backfire on me actually. That's it, fair. I mean, I'm sure got, it's happened. Yeah. Like, it's gonna happen yeah. both ways. Yeah, there's gonna be enemies that know how to you know take advantage of the playstyle and try not like Yeah, that's my thing about solo lanes. All right. Can y'all not die six minutes based <laughs> before ten minutes? Like, please <laughs> give up a death every minute, please. I'm begging you. Please okay. understand what play safe means. Yeah. <laughs> For the love of God. <laughs> you can ward. All right, yeah. well, that's going to be all of our base takes, and that is the last segment for this episode of Hextech Heroes. Uh, it is good. It is looking like it's a little bit shorter this week uh, than it, than it, uh, our intention for the future, uh, and then last week was a little bit longer, so honestly, it all balances itself out. Well, with that being said, guys, let's move into our outros. Uh, anything you guys want to shout out or say before we end the, end the show for tonight? I'll shout out Mage for enduring the mutiny of <laughs> garbage solo lanes with me <laughs> it's a pleasure every day honestly Shaded um, dog. i guess my twitter again that's where i made for the uh the podcast uh a at hh underscore micro m-y-c-r-o is how you spell micro there uh i'm not too active on it yet but i am following some accounts i'm trying to get my feet right on there I don't know what I'm going to tweet yet, but it'd be nice if I could get some followers. Probably just going to be the word butt. Yeah, it probably will be the word butt or League of Legends, and I forget the D. (laughs) That's going to be it. That's going to be it for a whole month. League of Legends. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing me, yeah. Or I just tweet the word singe twice in a day. Every day. It'll be the singed account. This one's doing numbers. (laughs) 
Oh my god. I can't wait to get ratioed on all my tweets with just Micro saying <laughs> singed underneath <laughs> and reply. Oh my god. <laughs> L plus ratio plus singe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh for for me, uh shout- <laughs> I mean, I'll shout out my Twitter again, which is um uh Laughing Mage TFG on Twitter. Um Actually, wait, no, did I change it? I actually think I might have changed my, my Twitter handle. Um, because, like, TFG was an old, like, organization I was trying to, to field, and I it never really came, uh, popped off. Well, it looks like it's still TFG. No, it looks right like it's now. still TFG. Uh, but I am going to change it, actually. So let me shout out my new Twitter handle, which is going to be changed before this episode even airs. Uh, so my new Twitter handle is going to be Laughing Mage Lol. That, that, that's what's going to be instead. Uh, because TFG was an old thing that I was working on, and I'm not gonna, I'm obviously not working on that anymore. So, also shout out to the boys on Sector Seven. I'm excited to be playing games with them in the future. And shout out to Emily, who is not here tonight, but I'm sure will listen to this episode and hear me say shout out to her, and then immediately yeah, text me about it. So. <laughs> Uh, but with that being said, guys, thank you very much for listening into this episode of Hextech Heroes. This has been episode four. We are your podcast minions, and we will see you guys next time. Bye bye.